Hello, welcome to Think Fit, Be Fit podcast. My name is Jennifer Schwartz. I'm the founder of Impact Your Fitness and the Think Fit, Be Fit podcast network. I am also a certified muscle activation techniques, RX practitioner, a certified exercise physiologist with a master's degree in health sciences. My mission is to get you an upgraded mindset for a more potent workout. I inspire and educate everyone to build resilience and knowledge to boost their quality of health and fitness. The Think Fit Be Fit podcast network is here for a refreshing change of pace from how you would normally talk about fitness. And we can do this by understanding more deeply how things work and offer a variety of approaches to fitness. This is done with two shows on the same feed. Fitness for Consumption and Think Fit Be Fit are the intersection of human movement science, exercise science, and embracing curiosity. This collection of shows discusses the nuances of training to help trainers, coaches, athletes, and fitness lovers connect deeper to their exercise. We are not your typical fitness podcast. We want you to learn alongside of us. We want to be a part of how you approach fitness. We are not going to give you an allegiance to like the best kind of fitness. We're going to give you the undertones of how things really work. This is an integrative project. We are always pushing the conversation to be open about a non-judgmental approach to fitness. So let's cut through all the BS of the fitness industry together and learn how we can be our best when it comes to exercise and learn how we can get the most out of the time and money that we invest in exercise. Be sure to subscribe and review on your favorite podcast app and sign up for the newsletter at thinkfitbefitpodcast.com. You can also find our co-host on Instagram at fitness for consumption and that's F O R spelled out fitness for consumption. You can find the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at thinkfitbefit underscore podcast. You can find myself, Jennifer, at Jennifer Simone Schwartz, Jennifer Simone uh, with underscores, okay? And that's on Instagram. I'm also on Twitter at Jen with two N's, impact, J-E-N-N, impact. And today's episode is another fabulous conversation with my friend and colleague and confidant, Melanie Webb of Webwell and the author of Mother Nature's Gym. She is an inspiration, honestly, and is a leader in not just outdoor fitness and retreats, but fit tech, uh, integrating fit tech into outdoor fitness. Like, amazing. I'm so excited for to see what she is doing with her app and what she's doing in the virtual space because I don't have access to the, the nature that she does. So I'm really excited about having that oasis right in my, you know, technology bin. The And so anyways, um, we are talking about fit tech and well tech today. And of course, leadership, because that's always going to come up when I have someone like this on the podcast. And it's just one of my favorite topics anyways. So this conversation is for trainers, fitness leaders, and exercise enthusiasts who are interested in community building, tribe building, 
and being connected without being overwhelmed with fit tech. Okay. I would also love to have the conversation about the predatory behaviors in fitness tech. And I'm reading a book about that right now. So you're going to hear more about this because it really is a future to be able to engage in an intentional way with our technology. And this is a big conversation about all of those things, but it's also about, you know, this day and age exercise is just not a way to exercise is beyond our improving our metabolism. It needs to be sustainable. It needs to be effective. It has to strengthen our immune system, negate the artificial lights, improve our brain health and help us feel connected to one another as humans, right? So what better way to bring it all together than staying connected, right? Through our what's in our hand all the time, which is our phones. Anyways, Melanie Webb is uh, someone that Departures Magazine calls the person to call for guided travel in Utah's national parks. She founded Soul Fitness Adventures in 2007 and added her private wellness retreat label, Web Well, in 2019. She is recognized as a leader in the adventure travel industry and an innovator in extending wellness retreats into the outdoors and now through technology. So cool. Her work has been featured on Good Morning America, Athleta Chi, Outside, New Beauty and Idea, Fitness, in Fitness Journal, the LA Times, and more. She's an avid explorer and an athlete in so many ways. We're going to talk about her concussion recovery. We're going to talk about technology. <laughs> We're going to talk about wellness. We're going to talk about exercises, medicine, and actually a lot of other things and some personal stuff too. You can reach Melanie at Soul Fit Adventure on Instagram, and that's S O L, like Soul Fit Adventure. Also on Instagram at webwell, W-E-B-B-W-E-L-L-Co-C-O, and at webwell.com where you can purchase her book and enroll in the course from Mother Nature's Gym. We have a special discount code for you that is thinkfit or is it BFIT? Hold on. Yeah, BFIT20. <laughs> and that is uh, where you can purchase the book and enroll in the course. She also has a Facebook group, which I will put in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and sign up for the newsletter at thinkfitbefitpodcast.com. I have a special announcement before we get to this conversation, and that is... I am hosting a webinar on Be Your Own Exercise Guru. That's on March 31st and April 28th at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will offer a replay that will be live for 48 hours, so still enroll so you can get the replay. We will be going through the anatomy of an exercise and how you can control the variables of your exercise so that you can have freedom in controlling how you're actually using the resistance in your workouts and have more control over how your body responds to exercise. So if you know what's going in it, like a recipe, you know more about the outcome, what you're eating or what you're consuming. And exercise is something that you are consuming, right? So 
I'm just so excited about this. I could keep on talking, but this is all about me and Melanie and leading the way in fitness tech and well tech. So head on over to movementpathways.com slash webinar or to the show notes at the bottom, or you can just send me a message on Instagram at Jennifer underscore Simone underscore Schwartz, and I'll send you that uh, link right away. Without further ado, I am so excited about this episode. Please enjoy and make sure you connect with us because that's what all of this is about is connection and being engaged with the right information and the right technology. Okay. I am so excited for you guys and I really hope to hear from you soon. Enjoy the show. We have Melanie Webb today. She was on our podcast in July. Uh, you will also know her from Webwell Co. and Mother Nature's Gym. We've had, uh, we've made a lot of opportunities to work together throughout the years, and uh, I'm always looking for more because, like, I love, I love your message. I love your energy and your friendship and just thank you for being here. Thank you, thank you. I love being a return guest. Well, crush number, downloads wise, this episode crushed, like it's the second highest download of all time. That is so cool. (laughs) 13 episodes as of, we have 113 episodes in 30 minutes. So, So yeah, so I was, it's obvious to me. And like some of the highest downloads are really those guests that I connect with. Like the ones I have history with, the ones that uh, we've seen the world of fitness change together. For sure. Put that a hundred emoji up there. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. That is a huge milestone. Yeah. Um, Really exciting. So speaking of changing the, watching the changes of fitness over the years together uh, from afar, right? (laughs) Like different, different, uh, you know, uh, time zones, but what, uh, what we were going to talk about today is technology and loving fitness and integrating it into fitness But from a place, for me, it's from a place of, I'm really just trying to be like this pusher of like loving your exercise. Mm. So I went on this whole, like it's February now and the whole month of February, my vibe is Valentine's Day for exercise and through science. The, the science on us using technology is real and it's, it's there. So we'll definitely get into that. Um, I think a good place to start is uh, please reintroduce yourself, Melanie, and how your, out, what's your outlook for fit tech and, you know, just like, where are you with that? Great. Sure. I'd be happy to. So uh, to introduce myself, you know, Jen and I met when we were both personal trainers uh, at the Sports Club LA in Washington, D.C. Uh, I'm originally from Utah. I studied 
uh, originally wanted to be an athletic trainer, but graduated with my bachelor's in human biology and developmental physiology, which gave me a pretty solid academic foothold, both in human movement and exercise, but also on the like evolutionary side of being human and um, and how we fit into the planet and the world. And, and then I went to work uh, part-time as a trainer, but primarily right out of college as a biologist and an environmental consultant. So that was my first five years. Uh, always found myself missing fitness and people. And just I just had, grew up with this love of both the earth and being an athlete movement and having a really great understanding of the human body because my dad was an award-winning science teacher. Um, and so I was his little protege and, and I've just never been able to separate the two in my career. I've, I might do just one for a little while or the other, but, but always both. And so that led me to where I hoped to make my big contribution to the industry, which is writing Mother Nature's Gym and sharing some of the research of why we need the outdoors, why nature plays a role, role in our health and well-being. And that's really where I'm focused, where I've been focused for a few years, which you might think that adopting technology is counterintuitive to that, but I'm actually really, I'm diving in and I'm working on an app myself um, for a couple of reasons. I actually now, like we can't, we're in we're in 2021 and technology isn't going away and i think it's the future um what we've seen happen this year to the fitness industry is absolutely disruptive in every way and we've learned a lot about it i think we've learned that we need each other we need human connection badly desperately and we've been able to salvage that by adopting different technology and different platforms right um and I think there's upsides and downsides to spending a lot of time on technology. And I think we're all aware of that. So using it responsibly, but, but where I want to uh, bring technology into my workload and, and my flow is as an enabler. Hmm. Uh, and that's its role, right? It's not a starter in this thing. It's not a key player. Its role is to enable me to scale myself in business, have bigger influence, reach more people, and help more people get access to legitimate, like you say, scientific-based mm-hmm. health and wellness, you know? So that's how I'm using it. Yeah, that that's awesome. I love that term, uh, enabler. <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> because that, that definitely makes sense to me. I, you know, it's different than an educator, right? So how... What's the difference there? And how do you think technology is more, can be more of an enabler than, you know, than what you, what them, than just like talking on social media, right? Yeah, yeah. Technology a little bit. A little bit. That's Mm -hmm. such a great question. How is it enable, how's it an enabler rather than an educator? Well, I think we're the educators, Mm -hmm. right? and I think people um, people need leg- people need like solid guidance mm-hmm. um, from the way showers. And I think it's a great time to step up and be a leader. Mm-hmm. Like, the technology alone can't educate. It has mm-hmm. to come from humans. It has to be human driven. 
uh, to really play its most fulfilling role. And, and so enabler, you know, that can have some bad connotations too, obviously. Yeah. Like if you're, if you have a, someone in your life who has an addiction or something and you're enabling that bad behavior or detrimental behavior for them, not a good thing. Right. And so, uh, if you're using technology to just enable a, a bad habit that's draining your life energy and taking your joy away from you, not a good thing. And we all know it has the potential to do that. So used responsibly. I think, uh, love that you asked that question because that helps me realize it's also going to be my job to educate how to use the technology right mm. like it's like when we train clients we train the client but we also train the client how to be a client mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so so twofold i think yeah i'm i'm looking at that in a couple of different ways right now because one my time became so important to me um mm. it always has been obviously i've been trading time for money for a while decade plus mm. but now 2020 really put some things into perspective for me mm. to to say the least and one of those things is my time and so i've really gone out of my way to to start training my clients to be better clients because there are just certain things that I'm not going to be available for that I was before because mm. I was still helping people, but I let's, oh man, that word enable is coming back, you know, like was I enabling them or was I enabling just, you know, my own uh, like this, cycle of drive and overdrive into work and fitness and oh the balance conversations coming <laughs> yeah this is a hard profession mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know what what other kind of profession conducts eight to ten one hour meetings a day <laughs> like like where they're in charge right and you have to know layers like like in-depth knowledge of the body of this person who's coming to you that's a huge responsibility oh my gosh yeah on top of the longer you work with these people and you create these amazing relationships you know the spouse's name the children's name the dog's name like sure. yeah. like and it's really uh it is really taxing emotionally so i'd be curious how you're how are you using technology to better manage you and your client's time well, that is, that's, I, well, I wanted to answer that question and I wanted to really engage in like partnering with my clients and that's how I'm using technology. So mm -hmm. the partnering comes from me being able to distribute PDFs more effectively, distribute audio more effectively, distribute uh, videos more effectively. And so it's come from creating a membership platform with software. And that's how I've, mm. you know, and I think that will evolve to an app. We'll see. I can definitely, being in the content creator seat and working with other, with con consultants and other professionals in that, in the content creation and marketing area, I definitely see the usefulness and the, I think importance of an app because I say importance because of our, 
our attention span is very constrained and it's limited. So having a way to engage with the content in a purposeful way, like you press the button, you know what you're getting versus opening up your email and being like, surprise, there's my, there's my education when I wasn't looking for it. So then uh, does the education uh, even become like received in a very literal way, but in a very mental way, in a very energetic way too. So I think there's something very useful to being able to open up an app or sign into our membership and say, I am engaging intentionally in this stuff. And yeah, I think I, you it. know, yeah, I think I just sold myself on <laughs> <laughs> it, it, moving my, my stuff to the next level. Yeah. So I've put a lot of time into creating a lot of membership based video content. So my social media feed, like I definitely share video content, like we'll definitely share parts of the podcast and videos of very in the moment, like workout tips or things that I'm thinking about, or things that are coming through my clients that that I might be seeing reoccurring themes. And I might bring that, that up in social media, but the membership platform is something I put a lot of my feelings, my findings, my time, like I, I really read research and I, and I really share those findings and with the podcast too. So yeah, I think it's really good to be intentional. That's, that's the way I'm using it. And I love that perspective. Yeah. And now currently I'm reworking my goal setting techniques with my, for Mm. my, for my in-person services and to intervene with the medical community a little bit more and for the virtual studio membership platform, the, the goal setting techniques. And uh, so I'm sure even through the, this conversation, I'm going to have more to put in there because should be partnering with our clients. And in order to do that, we have to ask really good questions with them. And I think, you know, that'll all, you know, come uh, through conversations like this, where we're looking at how to distract the right information and help people. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And it's, I feel like this is kind of a best practices exchange. Um, (laughs) And you and I have done that before with, with our friend on me, right? Like where we're sharing research with each other Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, like you said, we only have so much time. So mm-hmm. even though we're each running our own businesses to to support each other by sharing information and best practices is like, it's almost like having a business partner. Um, I need that. To, I need it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the most important resources we could have as independent, uh, you know, people in business which brings up something I wanted to ask before, because you mentioned the leadership and that's a key word for me when it comes to you. So I just kind of want to hear, Uh-oh. well, yeah, for sure. Really? Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah, where you are 
in your uh, leadership journey, and this is totally impromptu. This was not in any of our pre-work, but yeah, I'm I'm curious if you're open to sharing that. Oh yeah, thank you so much. I uh, I'm actually diving in right now, and and I actually just hired a marketing and branding agency, and their number one job is to help me extract and tell my story better because I'm, you know, it's now 20 plus years out of college that I've been in the, in the trenches working. And Mm -hmm. it's like, how do I, like, I feel, I feel ready to step into that role. And I, Mm -hmm. I I think I've done it in different ways by just following who being true to who I am, Mm -hmm. which hasn't necessarily fit the mold that, that, you know, um, and I, could, I have a tendency to compare myself sometimes mm-hmm. to other people. And it's like, hey, girlfriend, you got you to gotta walk your own walk here. Yeah. And- well, you are making your own path. There is n- yeah. not, there's no competition. There's, <laughs> there's no competition. Um, it's a lot of, uh, it's, it's a lot of coming to terms with myself and um um, getting over some insecurities or maybe core, maybe core beliefs that I think have held me back. Like, and this is where like the head injury last year gave me the opportunity to go deep, like rewire this thing and try to find out, you know, where am I tripping myself up? And I've Mm -hmm. always been interested, like you are in this, in this human journey and evolving as a human being on top of my career for sure. But like, I, you know, I believe that every time we, anything, any way we grow as a person, our career is going to grow and our business is going to grow also. And so it's fun for me, like I'm, I'm working with these branding and marketing, this agency, and their sole job is to extract this story and help me tell it more effectively. Mm-hmm. And I really want to play with that concept of being a leader. I want to own it. Mm-hmm. And I want to step out into the ranks of people, you know, if I have no competition, I'm oh, sorry, my cat. <laughs> I saw her coming. I was like, hmm. come here, Lilith. <laughs> uh, say hello. This is Lola. Oh, she's not Lola. <laughs> <Or the Abby's laughs> anyway, um, anyway, that's it to me. Leader, you know, if I've, if I've gone far enough to do these things that I've done in my career, it's now time for me to own it and talk about it more yeah. with more confidence and, and in a way that brings other people in. And, um, you know, like, I really want to, I really want to make a difference, not only to my clients, but to my industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, and well, I think it's time. Yeah, that's where the technology comes in too, you know, being able to impact, uh, affect, and, you know, really share, I want to call it, I call it medicine. We all attract Mm. medicine, you know, and we all, and people are in interchanging and working together for a reason, right? Like we put off that energy and people grab onto it like a magnet. And I really believe that that stuff is so powerful when you own it. Like uh, people are going to be drawn to you in one way or the other, especially if you're, you know, out there in the social media and, you know, creating events like you do, obviously you have a book like that alone is is pretty you know putting yourself out there right but 
owning and taking responsibility for that. Like that is such an intimate level of self-knowledge that, um, you know, I obviously have a huge amount of respect for. And so, yeah, keep going. Congrats. Like for just stepping it up, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. It's a, it feels like a big level up. Yeah. Like there's a, there's an inertia that has to build for me anyway. Hmm. first and I and I try to tap into that old athlete injury or, or excuse me energy not injury um you know when you you better know that your skill set is there to go play a game and know that you're gonna win that game right like mm-hmm. um I think I can tap into that a lot more than I do <laughs> it's still in there somewhere yeah well you know, there's, there's shedding involved and there's uh, things that are uncomfortable that will be involved, just like fitness, right? Like, just like learn, like feeling a burn, you know, something micro like that and how lactic acid can create chemicals in the brain that are like literally anti-inflammatory and (laughs) anti-anxiety, right? Like that, that that alchemizes that and but that happens on the leadership level every time you step up out of your comfort zone you're going to have a level of discomfort but then you say it and I I, yeah I'm just like you know I'm just seeing like the huge big picture here like that I think that's my job (laughs) and what you just what you just said was powerful Jen like yeah that is yeah, to be the alchemist right and that's I've said that before like I want to be an alchemist I want to take my take my pains and my in- injuries and like take all this and spin it into something good and something mm. beneficial. And um. Yeah. Well, I mean, that reminds me of, you know, how technology and our interactions with, you know, health and wellness are changing as a matter of fact, like I can get back on topic. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> You know, what, one of the things that's coming up for me is, um, what's her name's work? Kelly McGonigal, the, upside is, the upside is stress. Um, mm. She's also done a ton of research with gaming and um, concussions and rehab. Mm. So she created this game. It's called um, Better, Go Get Better, something like that. It, uh, it has game up oh gosh it's a it's a big anyway she studied she's a stanford researcher and she's she had herself like she had her own uh traumatic brain injury and wasn't recovering in nine months plus oh wow okay and she ended up uh creating a game to help her feel better and, mm. and she is a game creator. She is a, she works in the psychology of gaming <laughs> and stress Okay. before all this. So she was already a PhD. And the thing that really drawed my attention into this, the, her, everything about her, all of the content she shares, her Ted talks, et cetera, is that dopamine drops so much during a concussion like that uh, you don't have any will to do anything, you know, uh, not, not, and, and, and biologically speaking, is it self-preservation? That's, that might be a good idea, right? Cause like, very that, interesting. yeah, the resting thing is real, right? Like you really have to rest, you have to rest <laughs> your brain. And uh, the, so 
she needed the video game to tell her that she could do something the next day. That's there was hope in the day because the, and this has to do with um, traumatic brain injuries, uh, especially the second time around and rates of depression and suicide. Yeah. So I just, it just made me think like where we could be opening up so much uh, fitness, wellness, uh, for, I mean, so many different populations, like even the elderly, like they can, they can benefit a lot once they learn how, you know, how to use an app and, and whatnot. So, um, where are you taking like yours, like with like, you know, who, who would be using in this app? Um, how do you think it could reach like a new audience? Um, and then there's the whole mother nature's question. Like, how are you intervening it into your, into your first love? And right? Jim, <laughs> you know, it's my first love. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so great questions. Um, first I have to say, this won't answer your question directly, but creating the content for the app has been so much fun mm. and, and initially kind of scary, right? Like, okay, I'm going to stand in front of a camera now and record myself doing this stuff. Cause you know, I, I don't put a lot out on YouTube or the, or the socials mm-hmm. like full workout wise. I'll put some moves oh, sure. and stuff yeah, like I'm that. Right? But yeah. I just, that, that just wasn't going to be my path. Um, And so, uh, but doing it for this, it was just so much fun. And I realized I am a master at leading a workout and I, you know, so put me in front of the camera. Okay. It's a camera. It's no different than someone taking a workout from me or, or, or a group exercise class. So I, I did that. Um, but, but to who I want to, uh, take this. So this is where I'm very excited about the technology of, of uh, the technology company that I'm partnering with to put my content on their app. Um, they're just incredibly innovative. And I feel like this is something I can grow into for decades ahead. Like mm. they're always going to be changing that technology and adding more and more. So I don't think I'll be at risk of growing stagnant on that technology. Um, the way I see this working is twofold. And this is, this is going to be really fun to think talk share with you about it because you mentioned app like are you you thinking about an app first of all not everybody has the bandwidth or the or the time money to go create their own app right Mm -hmm. and the upside of me healing from my own head injury is that it kind of cleared the slates it cleared out everything I was working on because I did have to have so much rest and screen time and everything else that it it gave me a nice reboot Give me mm-hmm. time to be like, where, where do I want to, where do I want to be coming out of this? Um, obviously you don't wake up from something and boom, everything's in place. Like <laughs> there's a lot of work involved mm-hmm. after that. Um, I want to work with the clients I've had and maintained relationships with over the last 10 and 15 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, moving, moving from where I had a very stable, robust training business established in DC across the country really hurt from a financial perspective. And it also like broke my heart the way mm. I lost ties with everybody. Um, like it, I really had to mourn the loss of those relationships. This was like 2009 
So what I'm doing now wasn't even a possibility, but I've been able to maintain relationships with, you know, maybe 50% of those people in some way or another. So to be able to uh, let them know what I'm working on now and potentially bring them into this fold again will be really fun. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to honestly, um, I need to attract new, it needs to grow and I need to take hopefully the, um, and hopefully all these things play into one another so that there's complementary content for mother nature's gym on my app. Mm. So for example, any, any fitness professional who studies the course or takes a workshop with me, can benefit from the extras that I place on the app, kind of like what you're doing with yours, where it's like, um, you know, I can send out a newsletter and let them know it's available, but they'll have to take the initiative to mm-hmm. come over to the app and look up, look it up. Um, but that's how I see those. Um, so new clients, old clients, um, hopefully people that I'm able to mentor into, into this new realm of fitness, um, mm-hmm. And, and also, so there's a, there's another, uh, there's another realm potential Jennifer that I'm very excited Mm -hmm. about. And that is like, like say, say going and creating the think fit, be fit app isn't right for you at this time for whatever reason. Well, why not, why not contribute your time and talents to the WebWell app and Mm -hmm. have your own channel on WebWell? That, that you are you yeah. are sending your own clients to and they subscribe to your channel and you're charging for it offline somewhere else. Love so that. That's what I I'm love, working on. Yeah. So first of all, we have web, which is your last name with two Bs. We also have like it just represents like the web and like putting all of you know your um hands out there to actually say, come and elevate your game with me, whether you are a client, whether you are a colleague, whether you are an educator, that's amazing. And kind of weird, but it also brings in like your biology and like your love for nature in there, even though we don't associate (laughs) spider webs with like, I mean, hey, taken in the right light, they're some of the most beautiful things you'll ever see, right? So I love how you say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jen, I'm so you you just again, I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this podcast again when it comes out because <laughs> because you know, the brain trust, when two people come together and talk about an idea, who knows what is going to evolve out of it and what you're helping me see. You know, ecology is the study of the interplay of all organisms. Mm -hmm. And it is a web. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, they used to think it was like a direct line effect on everything, but it's not. It's like, Mm -hmm. no, you disrupt the ecosystem and that disrupts everything. Mm -hmm. You poison the water and all of a sudden the toads are unhealthy and um and and that is an indicator species for the health of human beings, right? Like you start seeing toads with five legs or three legs, you better worry about your water supply. Um, so, <laughs> you know, there's the biologist in me coming yeah. out. I worked, yeah. I worked <laughs> a lot with toads actually, but mm-hmm. that web, yeah, I'm building community. I, mm-hmm. I want community here. I want colleagues and clients and like connection, like it, going back to what we talked about early on, like we got to stay connected with each other mm-hmm. and there's not one of us that can do this on our own. I can't succeed at what I'm trying to do without the support of my colleagues and mm. and without their skill set adding to the value of web well. Like like you know, come to the well, come to the watering hole and get this ah, life sustaining. <laughs> right? Another analogy. <laughs> that's that's the 
that's the vision I'm creating. That's nice. And so the creative process has been really fun for me. Yeah. Awesome. The, <laughs> <laughs> then this importance of community is st- sticking out to me. Uh, you know, if we had one of those like little light up signs behind me, that's what would be going <laughs> off right now. Community, community. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a underappreciated piece of health overall tribe, community, social connections, right? Right. It's, I feel like it's starting to get the credit that it needs, but it's, we're not, we're not there. Um, Okay. So back to the researcher I mentioned, there's two women, they're, they're sisters. There's Kelly McGonigal and the other one is, oh God, what's your name? It's an S. Um, anyways, is it Stacy or something like that? Jane, Jane. Jane and Kelly, they are sisters. I'm sorry. One sister writes about stress and psychology. The other one writes about, uh, she's a PhD of gaming and psychology, and she created a game called Super Better. And that is the concussion rehab thing. Anyways, I'm going to look that up. Yeah, it's, 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 it's worth your time. It's really amazing. Yeah. So the community aspect, um, one of the things that she mentions in her research about gaming and gaming is coming up for me as well because I'm co-authoring a course in lifestyle medicine and exercise applications for medical professionals that want to use lifestyle medicine in their practice and exercise is part of that. So gamification is a really important way that we can that we can uh, work with our older populations to help their fitness, their muscles, and their brain all at the same time. Because wow. we give them we give them targets. This this helps with mm. other the brain chemicals that help with the fitness and the help with the you know being anti-inflammatory. Um, okay, so anyways, part of her research has to do with when you play like group games the sense of community actually mm. makes gaming healthy sitting we don't want to hear this I, we don't want to say this on a fitness podcast but sitting in your chair playing a game and having community is it can be a healthy activity i believe like, it a health promoting activity wow by having a team effort by being together so for me, like that's even more reason to integrate, you know, with fit tech. Let's just start calling it fit tech. Yeah, it's fit tech and well it tech. Is fit tech. Okay, well tech mm-hmm. and fit tech. And so what um what I am hoping to I might not be like the shepherd of something like this, but like creating community is really important in this like whole entire game of Mm. promoting health, promoting wellness. So I can see that you could do this within mother nature's gym because you're, you're wanting to have workshops and certify people and they're doing community engagement, which is something we spoke at length about. (laughs) Um, So let's talk about bringing the two together. The app is still in beta right now. 
Um, so in the future, WebWell will be able to host those workshops with That's a Zoom awesome. integration. Mm. So, so you'll actually come to WebWell even though Zoom will be the platform that it takes place on, but you'll access it through the app, which is really exciting for me. So, you know, people, it, not only am I an early adopter, but the people coming to Mother Nature's gym are in a sense like early adopters as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Did um, the, so you were able to teach, uh, well, what's interesting about hosting it in Utah is, you can you can really hand pick the the takeaways like how people can integrate the work right away versus on as when when we tune in from all over the world we have grown a lot in Europe and India by the way India really huge yeah really Jen, <laughs> yeah that's fantastic I know I never I never even was a thought before um and i imagine these are ur urban areas like i don't know you do you know <laughs> yeah it just tells you the downloads the beautiful thing about podcasting is it's anonymous like you can watch anything you want like part of you know if i watch something live on instagram like my whole algorithm knows about it you know about it freaking maybe my dad even knows like what i watched like <laughs> with podcasting yeah. not the case you know but wow. um but that's, you know, that's also why we love it. It's got this such independent spirit that I just, I love. Um, and it's a new frontier kind of energy, like podcasting. Anyway, yeah, we have a lot of, we have a lot of downloads in India, um, Germany, Sweden, Finland, um, and places where bodybuilding, I, the only correlation I can make is places where bodybuilding is very popular. So okay. in the UAE, Dubai, <laughs> yeah, and Canada and the U.S. and these are the things. But then we have these hand. Then we have this Sweden sticking out. Um, we have Switzerland sticking out. Germany, the U.K. So these are also places that it's really popular. I know you have a very special connection with Sweden, Mother Nature, and retreats. So can we talk about that a little bit? Yes. So, um, yeah, yeah also, I love, I loved when you told me that you have a lot of listeners in Sweden. So mm -hmm. I, I went there a year and a half ago, um, specifically to research Southern Sweden as a location to host one-on-one -on -one clients. Um, and, uh, these, so this is the work I do one-on-one -on -one anymore, right? It's like, you know, ten, working with people who are on a wellness sabbatical, whether it's to heal something, like I've been working with people who've had multiple concussions, who've come here to Park City, um, or I've traveled with clients who are like, hey, I've got three weeks off of work and I needed to totally reboot the way I'm approaching my nutrition and my daily activity. Basically, it's not happening. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like, let's let's go create some new habits. And so, uh, and and this man I had worked with in 2020, no, 2019, uh, he lives in New York and he suggested Southern Sweden to me. And it was on my radar already because the Adventure Travel Trade Association hosted their annual meeting there. Mm, and no. they toggle between like North America, Europe, North America, South America. And I, I was heavily involved with them with Soul Fitness Adventures. I was a member and 
partnered with a lot of other member organizations. So I've always looked to them as leaders in adventure travel. So when I found out that they were headed to Sweden, I started doing research and I ended up picking the area called Austerlin, which is the very southern part, um, very southern part of Sweden across from Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Um, so flew into Copenhagen, took a couple of friends with me. Um, I I just, you know, reached out and booked some Airbnbs in some neighborhoods, some some parts of that area that sounded interesting to me. And I was blown away. So we get on the ground and, you know, it's Baltic, uh, the Baltic Sea on one side. And we went to Chivik, um, which is spelled with a K, like K-I-V-I-K. Um, that was our main hub. Um, we stayed in this amazing Airbnb owned by one of Sweden's top film directors. Turns out he's won awards from the Sweden film industry. And he's the coolest guy. He picked us up in his car and drove us around the town and then took us to his home, which is kind of a compound. Um, I, I'm not going to tell people where this is because I kind of want, I want it to be available to me anytime I want to go, but, but we <laughs> talked a lot. He, his name, you know, his name's Richard and we became friends and just brainstormed a lot of the kind of activities and workshops that I could host there. Um, but, but the other thing I found fascinating was all this open land in Sweden, this very old country where the oldest Viking ruins in the world exist mm, down in this neck of the woods where I was, right? Mm-hmm. And yet here's all this open land. Here's this farm to table food concept. Um, it's a culture. It's, it's a, con- a culture. Yeah, yeah, it's a co- yeah. yeah, it's a concept in Milwaukee. <laughs> totally, exactly. It's a concept like, hmm, can we yeah. make this happen? But they're like- really this country is super old and yet here's this massive agricultural space overlooking the Baltic Sea mm. and so I just felt like we ate like we ate like you know amazing food and and saunas all all along the way and you know I mm. I, I know that you're into this as well the hot cold benefits of recovery mm-hmm. um and I'm really into rest and recovery anymore I mean you know when I was I had no concept of it for a while and I just went yeah. too hard all the yeah. time. And mm-hmm. my body started telling me that's enough, you know? <laughs> so I, I found, I just found Sweden to be a really restful place. Uh, the Baltic was beautiful. It was nice to spend time in. So that's Gosh. my affinity for Sweden. And uh, I had planned to get out there this year and mm-hmm. obviously that got put on hold, but I'll be back. So who knows? Maybe we're maybe we will host a Mother Nature's Gym workshop. Yeah, we have to have yeah presented with Think Fit Be Fit and yeah. I mean, I I wonder what it it is like. What it is about this? We have a we both have like an ecological approach to to our work. You know, mine's in injury and recovering from chronic pain, tightness, injury, and sports injuries. And, you know, I really see the ecology that's involved with each and every case that I take on. Mm. Um, And this is going back into that goal setting stuff that I, you know, I've been revisiting recently and learning about. And, you know, maybe there's something, what if there's something there that we're speaking to? And that's, you know, that's why this podcast is getting a, ton of downloads there. I don't know. Anybody in Sweden wants to let me know what the connect, like what, what the simpatico is here. Like <laughs> why, why you guys love it. Um, 
I would love to see that in the reviews, hint, hint, or you can just email me. <laughs> oh man, what do you think? You got any, uh, got any guesses? Because I know, don't know the culture there, the wellness or anything. Oh, to me, it was pervasive. It was just, it was in the fabric of the way they live. It was clear and obvious that this country had a deep knowledge of well-being and a value for it and a love for it. Mm-hmm. Um, as I walked around, I just, you know, you know, the walking culture of, of mm-hmm. Europe, for example, like do your work and then walk to the city center and have a meal and see your neighbors there. Again, that old concept of coming to the well where information was shared, where neighbors connected, where you went home nourished and fed, like um, that, that was the vibe that I felt there. And I just, everyone I encountered was so warm and friendly to us. Um, I, you know, I, and it didn't seem overly populated. Again, this was the very Southern part of the Mm -hmm. country. So I imagine, you know, Stockholm's very different vibe probably, but, um, and I, I have another idea. I could be mistaken about this, but I believe there is a woman who is a power lifter mm-hmm. who is Swedish, who's got like a million followers on Instagram or something like mm-hmm. this. Um, I can't remember her name. I stumbled across her looking at peaches, <laughs> like hashtag peaches. Online. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know your world class peaches. Maybe that's it. Maybe we just got to it. It's you. It's Jen's. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my rear end. It's my tuck. It's your, it's your backside. maybe that's it it's funny yeah I I just I don't know I thought that was that that was something I I was thinking about um because we were you know talking about all this stuff and that's amazing um all right so that's on the radar for sure and what um speaking of like the radar we pulled up some surveys about fit tech um, the one that I found was the, from the ACSM that they do every year that was taken amongst fitness professionals about how people were adapting to, um, not adapting. They were, it was about trends and I just thought it was really interesting that, um, well, on my end, like functional fitness had fallen. There was a couple of things that like draw my interest in to what people are using and how they're adapting. Obviously, uh, trends in general with fitness and this 2020 just disrupting many industries across the board and many old ways of doing things. Um, fitness was, de- as you said, it was definitely one of them. Um what kind of what what comes to mind when we talk about like the trends and if people are adapting? I mean, I'm sure I I'm sure they are, but mm-hmm. it's hard. It's hard. I'm kind of in a bubble. So many of my clients use different technology for their fitness. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know what the rest of the world is doing except. Now I know the ACSM survey <laughs> feedback, but that's it. Yeah. You I think, uh, isn't it interesting there, a lot of these organizations are coming out with their, you know, year in review or top trends. And I think COVID probably was a, a motivator for that, like a mm-hmm. driver, like what is happening? Cause this industry has been so disrupted. What does the consumer want? How can we 
how can we steer professionals in the right direction? At least that that's what I see coming out of this research. So, uh, so I've got a couple of stats I can share with you from, uh, here's one from URSA. Mm -hmm. Uh, so their research shows that one out of five members also subscribe to a premium online fitness service. One in five? One in five. Whoa. Uh, and then they break it down by population. So, uh, millennials, 35% pay for an online fitness service. Gen Z, 25% pay for an online fitness service. Gen X, 27%. And then boomers, 4%. Oh my God. There's so much potential there. There is so much potential for the, for the boomers. And like yeah. you said, with the gamification and the cognition, um, I was, it actually made me think of my, my grandfather who passed away two years ago at the age of 94. Mm -hmm. He was a world war II vet and he spent his last couple of years. Um, a lot of his social life was online checkers and chess mm -hmm. and he had friends in Russia. He had friends in Germany and like, and he had so much fun and he would be in there for hours and hours and hours playing checkers, mm -hmm. um, which I just, you know, my, my grandfather was an early adopter of technology. Uh, it was really cool to watch yeah. him with that sort of thing. But yeah, only 4% of boomers. Um, and then I got my dad engaged with some virtual fitness classes and I'm very Did proud you? of, I'm very proud. Yeah. It, <laughs> That's awesome. It was not easy. <laughs> <laughs> No, I bet not. My, I'm, I'm not there yet with mine. <laughs> well, yeah. And I mean, like, because we only, he only FaceTimed formally this time, this year, 2020, last year, 2020. <laughs> he was like, this is my first FaceTime, you know? And, um, yeah. so yeah. So yeah, I'm really, really patting myself on the back for that one. Good job. Yeah. Good no, job. I think the boomers, um, could benefit a lot. I think, part of my mission of this podcast is honestly for people that are already exercising. This is, this is for the exercise intellectual, whether you be a trainer, an exercise lover, a wellness lover, and want to feel more connected in your exercise. I intervene. That's, that's who I work with. Right. And that's who this podcast yeah. is for. So what I was thinking is that some of the stuff that I share is to help people of our age help their parents. Yes. It's a huge factor in our health and our financial health. Yes. Uh, the, the amount of boomers that are aging and going into retirement or sickness and autoimmunity is scary. And the more that we take care of ourselves, the more weird stuff that we buy to take care of ourselves, the more it gets normal to yeah, the older generation. And they're like, oh, I can do this. Um, I always say this to the audience. If you guys are thriving with old injuries and have recovered from stuff, you are a light beam. You are mm -hmm. defying the odds. If you are getting fit after 40, you are defying the odds. You, wow. Everything else is going downhill. And if you're still going up, I, yes. awesome. You are awesome. Like I have, that. that is one of the most, I, I just have so much respect for that. And it's something that I'm really trying to promote through this podcast. I so love I that. think that if we can share this, anyways, so I feel like part of the, part of this podcast is really us nudging our, our aunts and our uncles and our parents 
um, it's also one of the number one complaints about amongst my clients that they're worried about. And, and I just, I think it's unaddressed. I don't think hmm. many of us have even a starting point to help our, um, the older generations around us. And in this like wellness way, cause they're less like, what? I'm not sick. I'm not doing that. You know, <laughs> like, um, yeah. and yeah. So anyways, um, that's where I'm seeing like the most potential. Obviously I I'm an elder. I consider myself an elder millennial. I think you and Ami okay. are just like right over the, yeah, the I'm Gen a, X. I think I'm a Gen X. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, so I can definitely see that, you know, mo- but millennials is such a big group of people. It's really big. Yeah. It's a little too it's, big. Because I think like, it is too. Yeah. Cause like I was born in 82. I also didn't use mm. a computer until I was done with college. Like I, I still used a computer if uh, I had to, but yeah. I didn't like, I didn't really check email until like 2005 or six. Oh, wow. Okay. So, but there's people that are called millennials that have done everything on tech. So I just don't think that I'm in the same category as them. Yeah. It's just my opinion. No. And I mean, I'm Gen X and I've been using, you know, I had a cell phone since I was like only a cell phone. I haven't had a landline (laughs) since like 1997 or something. (laughs) Right. I was very early adopter of that one. Probably a little to do with my nomadic lifestyle. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like I want this number to come with me wherever I go. And then, and then, yeah, email as well. And gosh, I I love everything you just said. Like, isn't that the job of youth is to be the disruptors, like to be Mm. the change makers. Mm. And, you know, I know as my parents, my mother didn't get to play high school sports. Title Mm. IX hadn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, my parents are very intimidated by the idea of going into a gym. Mm. It's just... Like I've, I've seen them do it in the past, but uh, it's not their comfort zone. Whereas for us, it's like, you know, I was lifting weights in a gym when I was 14 and like, that's yeah. my second home. I'm very comfortable there. Uh, but to help the older generation, like you said, like we need them to live well or this burden. Um, we've already seen this year, what happens with the burden of underprivileged and like, you know, especially in America, like, um, the inequality conversation, but, but I think you're right about age as well. Like, like we've got to, we, we have to be the ones to take these tools to them and show them how to use it. Like mm. put the iPad in their hands and walk them through how to add a Facebook friend, how to create their own story. Like mm-hmm. I've done that a couple of times. And, and I do think it has the potential to open up their community as well, where so many of them have been so isolated this year. Mm. Um, can you imagine? I mean, yeah. My 94 year old grandmother lives alone and she's very healthy, but she's very isolated. Like she's, mm. it's really taking its toll on her. So, Ugh, yeah. Um, well, that those are what people are labeling like these like second and tertiary like pandemics mm. is like mental health and, uh, um, I mean, social health now that I would say is one of the most you know, this is something we have to work on all of us. Um, and I know like the, even just the podcast is like, it fills my cup in this way. Like Mm -hmm. I, like I really loved working at the sports club, sports club 
and interacting with trainers at the desk. Like that was one of the best parts of oh, my day. Same. Uh, <laughs> same. Because there were like 30 or 35 of us. Like, <laughs> yeah. Colleagues and friends and enemies and frenemies, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I really yeah. loved it as well. Yeah. And so, you know, I never... I haven't ever been able to replace that. Mm. Um, I, you know, I never worked at a gym. I never worked for anybody since then. You've been on your yeah. own for a long time. I've been on my own for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So I've never been able to replace it. The, this podcast is getting closer for that, for that reason. Like I, I really have a, I really do enjoy the water cooler approach <laughs> and, <laughs> and inviting other fit pros to be um, listeners and participants. Um, Cause so, I mean, even then my regular daily, my practice, my uh, the clinical w- of approach of what I do, mm. like so many of my clients are trainers and therapists and wow. colleagues. And I guess that also, you know, I think that's why it's also, such a, you know, a good demographic for the podcast. Anyways. Yeah. Um, what other trends did, uh, should we mention? Here's a couple for you. So, uh, 68% of Americans that started using an online fitness service during the pandemic plan to continue to do so in the future. So I think that's, you know, this isn't going away. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, what I do love that this Ursa study pointed out was that, um, like in the future health clubs are going to have to do it all. It's, it's not, it's no longer going to be like only indoors, only outdoors, only at home, like yeah. they're going to deliver a hybrid package to people of like, um, fitness, wellness, sport, like that's, that's the expectation of consumers now. And in a way we all got a massive education this year, right? Like whether you're in the industry as a professional or you're a consumer, like you probably got educated on your health this year in one way or another. Um, and that means we have more educated consumers coming to us mm-hmm. and, uh, with oh, their own expectations sure. of what they want, like the bar, mm-hmm. the bar has come up. So it is time to step up and be a leader. Um, mm-hmm. let me see. I had another stat here. Let me get to this. This was a really comprehensive study. So, so they also had um, 10 key findings and 10 years of fitness consumer trends. That's, and number, that's okay, I'm listening yeah. for sure. Number eight, mm-hmm. millennials, again, back to you millennials, <laughs> mm-hmm. want, want to experience popular club attractions delivered through their platform of choice which sounds very discerning and quite demanding as well. Um, yeah. Hmm. So Platform I thought that was, yeah. yeah, that sounded interesting. Um, wonder they're like, yeah, I'm checking that box. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think you My are podcast, like, you know, yeah. podcasts are huge. Podcasts mm-hmm. are like, we listen to this instead of the radio now. Like you're, you, you have so yeah. much potential here. Yeah. Well, the the crazy thing, it's it's barely scratched the surface. The the podcast industry has grown a year this year, but before that, it's been like a two to four percent growth per year on adopters and podcasters. And so we're barely scratching the surface. Like there's wow. just so yeah. Like that's exciting. 
Yeah, I could. I, I, I do like looking at that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're in, you're, you are an early adopter. Yeah. And well, you've got 113 yeah. I mean, I, on your yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. Uh, for this, I, I just have a vision for this whole network. I'm yeah, um, I love it. This whole web. Yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, that's interesting. I think, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I keep, things keep coming up for me when I look at new platforms and new ways to interact that, the main thing is like, I don't think storytelling is going away, even though like TikTok is like so, so popular. It's, it's still sound bites and visual bites at the end of the day. Hmm. And even, even the growth of something like that, I'm still very, very encouraged that the human connection, the intelligent uh, conversation um, and the long format is not going away. I think it's like just so ingrained in like what we need as um, as a mammal. You know, the like we need uh, other people around us telling it that mm. it's safe. You know, that it's warm, that it's good for us, and that's what social media does. At the end of the day, I think that's what it provides on a very like primal level. Um, so I could, you know. Um, but, you know, how many platforms do we interact with every day? Um, you know, oh, yeah, I, I'm interacting with a, I don't know, probably six or I'd say seven yeah. or eight regular. Seven or eight. Yeah. Wow. wow but where I'm you. talking about like Twitter, Reddit, which is Reddit's not really social, but um, Instagram, obviously. Um, I saw you on Clubhouse. <laughs> I just that is a York. weird place. Didn't I? <laughs> yeah. I, I've had to set some time limits on myself for Clubhouse. It's got right? a weird draw. It's got a totally yeah. weird draw. But yeah. I also don't understand on one level, there's no privacy. Yeah, no. Which I think is the most unsustainable thing about mm. Clubhouse. Um, And it's got this like, it, it promotes this like urge to like high five each other and like one up each other. I don't know. I think it's, I'm very, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued and turned off at the same time. So I'm going to probably go on it more. Um, yeah. <laughs> I also see a ton of potential for a podcaster like myself, like organic yes. conversation is, is cool shit. Yes. That's amazing. <laughs> it is. And, and you know, what is amazing. I mean, you know, I've listened to some really top innovators on there, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, excuse me, I gotta, hey, you take the mic, my kid is having a meltdown over here, right? Like, like it's super real. Yeah. You're like, it is not TEDx, <laughs> let me get up on a stage. This is like, let me talk to you from the toilet for a second, you know? Like, <laughs> no, like, they like, are, like, they are. They are so dressed down and like human and accessible and and I you know I was in the hallway for a dinner party a couple of weeks ago in there (laughs) right and I look at the list and like like MC Hammer was in the room at this dinner party (laughs) and I was like what MC Hammer is in the room let me in there right and like but so far like I love how I can pop, I can pop into some room and I start looking at the headshots of everyone that's Uh in there. Right. And I'm like, 
I would never interact with these people on Instagram. Never. Or hear a conversation between person A and person B and C. No. You would never sit in a room and listen to a conversation. (laughs) And it would have never popped up. It is so, (laughs) it's so great. It is exciting. Like, and then there's like some people, I'm getting these messages. I'm like, why are you aggressively telling me about this person? Like, Oh, are they? Yeah. Like, so you the have, app itself. I got to, I, I got to figure if, out the, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm curious to see how you grow on there just out of the gates without even doing anything because of your podcast platform, right? Like, yeah, no, uh, I'm, I'm really curious. I would love to host a room on um, just new ways to look at fitness. Uh, and I would love to talk to people and hear um, stuff about chronic pain and recovery. Um, I would love to help people learn about their body a little bit. Um, I think that's a, it would be a good place for that to host conversations. I don't know. I mean, I'm definitely open to. I'll co-host with you. Yeah. Let's get on me. We'll do like a (laughs) <laughs> we'll co-host something fun and who knows who will join the room from india or sweden or anywhere else yeah I mean, yeah they gotta uh, have an iphone that's all i know yeah yeah for now. <laughs> exclusive <laughs> yes oh my god okay what did we not cover because it's uh, actually you know it's actually time for my um my sauna and my ice bath so okay fantastic <laughs> I think we covered a lot of territory and like I said I'm gonna I can't wait to go back and listen to this myself because yeah again the brain trust and coming together with you is always so edifying and nurture nourishing to me mm. professionally and friendship wise just keeping this camaraderie going and uh I hope I hope it's beneficial to your viewers and we get this one right up there to number three or even number one yeah. on, on your list <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, I feel like the other, our, our first episode was really important. Um, I think it really gave us such a heart and soul about, you know, Mother Nature's gym. And I think that is just one of the most important things you're going to do in your life is, is. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yeah. Is being it to enable other people to take the, take people's health to the next level. You know, I just, I think yeah. that that episode's going to really live on. Like it's, it's, it's really good and there's no video content from it and it still did as well as it did. Yeah. So that's really whatever cool. All those marketers told me it's like just that connection is the thing that, uh, you know, helped it soar, which is like, comes back full circle to this whole conversation, connection, community, connection. technology. So we a, we're striking a chord here yeah. is what I'm taking away. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, and we're still, we're still here, right? That human need for connection mm. sounds like a, a good put a, put a pin in it. Yeah. It's definitely one of the, the beliefs that uh, I hope people see as something that can you help them turn the corner, whether it be, uh, in the fitness routine. Um, you know, I had a client today where we were kind of talking about her, her desire to, she said, I'm not going to age gracefully. She was like, I'm going to work out hard and I'm going to fight 
because I'm going to be 60 in like a couple months or whatever. Oh, wow. I was like, man, you know, I love that. Yeah. You know, so does my wallet. I love it. <laughs> I, I love being, I love making money from that desire. Oh, it's such a good feeling. Yeah. It's such a good desire. Yeah. Uh, it's so, it's such a wonderful exchange, but you know, we went back to what the ecosystem is and uh. of her health and it, it came down to, wow, you do need, you might need to interact with other healthy people more than you already are. Cause she, uh, she leads, you know, she leads a uh, something virtually for a, her yoga community, but you know, it came back to that. It came back down to, we have all the tools. What's that missing ingredient? And it was community, you know? Uh, so yeah. I hope that helps someone. I don't know. All right. Well, I got to wow. go. Thank you so much. Thank Have you. A... It's always a pleasure. Yeah. Just, the All time right. flies by. <laughs> of course, at the water cooler. Got to go. My client's here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, got to run. <laughs> <laughs> I knew they'd be 15 minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> They're always 15 minutes late. All yeah. Right. Enjoy your sauna. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye, Jennifer. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here through that wonderful conversation, through that connection, and through the mission that Melanie and I share for having this bigger vision, bigger definition of what it means to exercise, be fit, be engaged. Uh, it's it's really cool. I when I was editing that, I realized how therapeutic that conversation was for myself. Um, so I really hope you guys got a lot out of that. I know I did. I have two special offers just for you guys. We have a offer to join my own webinar for Be Your Own Exercise Guru. This is where I'm going to teach you how to add or take away from an exercise to make it suited for you and ultimately contribute to what I call the perfect workout, which is being able to manipulate the variables and have control over what you're doing when you exercise and that you have an understanding of what you're doing when you're exercising. This all comes from my work with muscle activation techniques and with my clients in helping them overcome these cycles of injury with exercise and chronic tightness with exercise, it comes from all different types of places. And I think one of the most important things I can do for my clients is give them this autonomy, share this educational content so that they have control over their exercise and therefore uh, being able to stop the flare-ups, right? So head on over to impactyourfitness.net or movementpathways.com slash webinar, or hit the show notes and you can sign up for that. We have one on March 31st and April 28th. Also, Melanie is offering a discount for listeners on the Mother Nature's gym itself. You can use the code BFIT20 for 20% off the entire course head on over to webwell.com. That is web with two Bs 
Well, with two L's, of course, webwell.com, and you will be able to enroll in that course. You can also purchase the book, that which I have, and I and be able to reference that for your clients. I was able to reference this for a course that I'm co-authoring in exercises medicine because it really is, you guys. And the more that you understand what is working below the surface, the more enjoyment you're going to get out of this. I truly believe that. I've seen it and I am holding space and for you to be able to achieve that. So you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your text, um, your DMs on Instagram at Jennifer underscore Simone underscore Schwartz. Be sure to follow me there. I go live uh, once or more a week. And we can also connect through the podcast newsletter at thinkfitbefitpodcast.com or on Facebook or Instagram for the podcast, thinkfitbefit underscore podcast. And don't forget to show some love to our co-host Gregory and Paul over at Fitness for Consumption. They are putting out some really high value content and I'm so proud to be able to bring it to you guys and uh, share that knowledge because it is so valuable. Uh, Have a wonderful week. Happy spring if you're in my hemisphere and I look forward to hearing from you.